Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. I did a video years ago entitled Worst Judge Ever. And it was about a really bad judge here in Michigan. I had been in front of her and then she got in a really bad trouble, got kicked off the bench, wound up going to jail. Uh, and I had people from around the country say, well, Steve, there's a bad judge here, bad judge. And it's kind of hard to say whether or not one judge is the worst judge. And I was doing that for just, you know, make a point. But uh, John sent me notes. Steve, check this out. From Louisiana, justices suspend East Baton Rouge family court judge 180 days for abusing power. Now, Matt Bruce wrote this for theadvocate.com. And, you know, the question is, how, how bad is a judge? Well, you know, I'm not going to say this woman here is the uh, criminal essential or anything, but it is sad when you see judges abuse their powers. And I think they went light on this. Uh, the judge was... Uh, suspended for basically half a year, 180 days. And I know it's a little bit less than half, but mathematically. So the Louisiana Supreme Court suspension uh, of an East Baton Rouge Parish Family Court judge without pay for 180 days happened on Friday. And the argument was that she'd abused her power holding people in contempt. And I've had a lot of people ask me about this. And they say, Steve, you know, what, what is this contempt power judges have? And judges can argue that you know you are in contempt of court if you do something that is a flagrant violation of what the court's asking you to do and you often hear it raised where people misbehave in the court itself someone stands up and starts screaming and running around the courtroom and someone says you know sit down or I'll hold you in contempt i mean that that's something you can imagine happening right the question is, what types of things can you be held in contempt for? And is there a process for it, or is it just up to the judge? And I've mentioned a couple days ago that one judge got in trouble for holding people in contempt and jailing them. And the court that was reviewing what she had done said she should have turned those cases over to another judge. And that's one of the best ways to do it. If somebody is clearly in contempt of court in your court and you hold them in contempt and punish them, some people are going to say that's not right because you're a witness to it and you're the judge and obviously you might be kind of motivated here emotionally to do more. So you see if another judge in the building will hear the case and call witnesses or review the record or whatever it takes. And if another judge says, yeah, I reviewed this, that person needed to be held in contempt for what they did. Oh, okay, that makes sense. But when one judge just starts holding people in contempt and it's a disproportionate number, it makes you wonder. So uh, the judge has served in the family court in Baton Rouge for about 11 years now. She violated the law when she issued a bench warrant that resulted in a teacher being arrested at the school where she works. Now, you understand that if a warrant gets issued for your arrest and you get arrested, well, you could get arrested at work. The question is, was the bench warrant appropriate? And a bench warrant, by the way, is often issued by judges who have somebody who was ordered to appear before them and didn't show up. And I've seen that before. So the judge will call a case and go, where is so-and-so? Not here. They're a defendant. Is there an attorney here? No. Did an attorney file an appearance? No. The person's got no attorney? Correct. Okay, I'll issue a bench warrant. The judge will issue a bench warrant. And now, it depends on how active they are in terms of chasing these down. A lot of times, bench warrants just go into the system. 
And if the police have contact with the person, like say in a traffic situation, they might go, oh, it's a warrant for your arrest and arrest you. But some places where the cops have less to do and more time on their hands, they might come out and look for you for a bench warrant. They might, but they might not. So the Louisiana Judiciary Commission, which investigates complaints of judicial misconduct, recommended the six-month suspension to the high court, finding that uh, the judge violated rules of conduct and committed willful misconduct when she locked up litigants in her courtroom for contempt of court. So apparently she had an issue with finding people in contempt. The judge was directed to pay the commission a $6,000 fine. The justices unanimously agreed that a suspension was warranted, although one of the people on the panel thought that she should get a less severe sentence. But the judge writing in the prevailing opinion wrote, Judge Day's conduct harmed the integrity of and respect for the judiciary. When a judge abuses the immense power to deprive a person of their liberty, it has a profound effect on public confidence in the judiciary. Uh, The judge violated the rules of procedure back in August 2019 when she issued an improper bench warrant against the stepmother of a child involved in a visitation case and had the woman arrested at the school she worked at. The woman taught at the school, which her stepson attended as a student, according to the opinion. The commission said the warrant was improper because the stepmother was not a party to the case. She was never served a subpoena and had no involvement in the proceedings when the judge asked, where is she? Well, she's not a party to the case. She hasn't been served a subpoena. She's got no involvement in this case. Well, where is she? (laughs) She's where everyone else is who doesn't belong here. She's elsewhere. So the judge said she thought the woman was standing in for the child's father while he was on a military deployment. She argued that she had acted in good faith and believed the woman's failure to appear was a direct contempt. And I've seen these discussions take place in court. Because remember, judges have got hundreds and hundreds of cases. And on a day, they might have dozens of cases. They're working through that day. So you're in court. The clerk or bailiff or somebody hands a file to judge. Judge opens it up. There's a moment where they're reading it, getting up to speed as to what this case is all about. They call the case. Parties stand up, come up with the thing. State your appearances for record. So-and-so for the plaintiff. My plaintiff client is here. So-and-so for the defendant. My client is here. Okay. Judge looks up. Where is the stepmother? Okay. The judge asks that. She's not here, Your Honor. Really? Now, before snapping, she should have said, is she a party to the case? No, she's not. Was she served with a subpoena? No, she wasn't. Okay, that's why she's not here. This, <laughs> now I'll admit, I've been an attorney for 31 years. 31 years. This woman's only been a judge for 11. But I would assume that if you've been a judge for a decade, you would know that there are people who show up for court for a reason and people who don't show up for court because they've got no reason to be there. <laughs> and so the fact that she wasn't subpoenaed was not a party would make some sense, but she issued a bench warrant for her arrest and they went out and arrested her. And I'm only laughing because it's absurd. It is absolutely absurd. So the justice has ruled that the judge's order was verbal. Apparently she said, I want this person to be in court. And it was not in writing, which by definition would not and could not qualify as a subpoena. You got to serve somebody with a subpoena to get them into court if they're not a party. 
Okay. The justices noted the judge was the subject of a previous complaint that resulted in her agreeing to a confidential admonishment in 2018. In 2017, she held an attorney who represented himself in her courtroom in contempt and ordered him to be jailed for 30 days. 30 days. The commission said she never allowed the lawyer to speak in his own defense as required by law. (laughs) And she only had the power to jail him for 24 hours. And that point there, I got at earlier when I said the rules on contempt vary wildly from state to state. But some states say that you can jail somebody for contempt under your own authority without having a hearing in another courtroom by basing it on what you've seen, what appears in the record. So theoretically, if somebody's in contempt of court, theoretically, she could order him locked up for 24 hours. But but they pointed out that even then, he should have been allowed to answer and speak. And I've mentioned before, and I... I'm only hammering this point because I think it's so important for people to understand. You're entitled to due process constitutionally. You're entitled to due process when you go to court. Can't be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. So to get locked up is a loss of your liberty. Okay? So due process means that there's got to be charges, right? And if those charges are brought against you, you have the right to know what the charges are and the right to participate in the hearing on those charges. Meaningful participation. So the fact that you are simply there doesn't qualify. But the fact that you are there and allowed to, I don't know, speak (laughs) might help. And so the idea that an attorney is held in contempt and says, may I address this? And she says no and locks him up for a month. (laughs) That's a major problem. And in fact, that to me is more egregious than having this woman arrested. Although, I, you know, we're splitting hairs here. Those are both horrible, horrible things. She had a non-party arrested at her workplace in front of all kinds of other people when there was no reason for her to be someplace else. So a fifth district justice uh, who was on this panel agreed that the judge had made a mistake, but he disagreed with the severity of her punishment. He says, if a party who has been served fails to appear for trial... Trial may proceed without that party. It is not the responsibility of the trial judge to round up the participants. And I have no idea why he says it. It's got nothing to do with this case. (laughs) Obviously, it's not her job to round up participants. But apparently, she thought it was. And so, she was working on a mistaken belief that she had the right to drag somebody in who was a non-subpoenaed, (laughs) non-party and had them arrested, which is crazy. So this is crazy, but I think it's also crazy that she locked up uh, and uh, she ordered the guy to be jailed for 30 days. We don't know if he actually spent all 30 days in jail or not, but it says here that she held him in contempt and ordered him to be jailed for 30 days, but she never allowed the lawyer to speak, and she only had the power to jail him for 24 hours. So what's strange is that, and I, to be a judge in most states, you've got to be elected. I'm not talking about federal court, I'm talking about state court. So state courts elect a lot of the trial judges. So theoretically, you go to law school, become a lawyer, all that stuff. And then you run for judge and you get elected to be judge. There are people out there who wouldn't have the slightest idea what to do once they got to a courtroom because there's some attorneys who don't go into court. And so believe it or not, they actually have schools, court schools, where you can go to learn how to be a judge, crash courses on it. 
And there are also things that judges can rely on, uh, you know, like cheat sheets, uh, but they'll often have books that contain all the outlines of stuff so that a judge will know like what needs to be done in a particular hearing. You know, make sure you do this, do this, do this, do this. And so somewhere, I suspect, in one of those books that they got on the bench, it says something to the effect of contempt is something that you have within your power to declare. But if you want someone to be punished beyond 24 hours, the contempt hearing must be conducted by a different judge. That's got to be in there somewhere. So this judge has a problem understanding her contempt powers. The first time was a confidential admonishment. And we do not know if that lawyer was compensated for being jailed improperly. I bet he was. But number two, we've got her having the cops go out and arrest somebody who didn't have a need to be in her courtroom because they weren't in her courtroom. So now suspended for 180 days. We'll see what happens. Hopefully word of this gets out and people who vote down there We'll find this out as well. Matt Bruce wrote the story. John sent it to me. Thanks a lot. And from theadvocate.com, justices suspend East Baton Rouge family court judge for 180 days for abuse of power, in particular with contempt. There you go. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. When using a campground, a tuba placed on your picnic table might keep the campsites on either side vacant.